welcome to another bowl full of jambalaya. I'm Kyle. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. And we got some guests for you guys. I mean, I guess they're really not a guest because they've been, this is their, what, second time being yeah, here? If you're third here time? for the third time, that means you're not a guest anymore. Okay. I'm, no, I'm no, no. They're not a part of this. Guest, Quiet, Jack. <laughs> they're not a part of the team. The guests. The guest stars. They're like, uh, they're like Steve Urkel and Jaleel White. <laughs> On Family Matters. Yeah. I thought he was like the main <laughs> character in Family Matters. Exactly. That is what you would think because you watched that show, but he started off as a guest star. Oh. We're we're a team and they're more like eyes. <laughs> no, they're a team and we are Kevin Durant and Boogie Cousins. <laughs> Just here. How's your feet? Slash your tendons or whatever that was the thing that busted. Oh no, it was a calf injury. <laughs> but oh. since you're here, introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Jack. I guess this is my second time on the show. I'm Lyndon, once again from Parts Unknown. I like that it's pause. My third time on the show. <laughs> Jack, were you saying something before? No, I was just gonna say I only know Kevin Durant and not the other guy. Yeah, me too. I don't really follow uh, tennis. I want to be <laughs> the basketball, <laughs> the ball, literally. Mm. Yep. What do we got for you today for the spoonful of news? Spoonful mm. of spoonful news. Of news. You guys excited about E3? No. Yeah. Is Jesus. it? Oh, no. It's in the middle of it. It's over tomorrow. Yeah. For today. Strangely Wait, enough, the fourteenth or fifteenth? Thirteenth. Thirteenth. I guess it's tomorrow. I feel like um even though I do game, I don't think I can call myself a gamer anymore. I mean, for several reasons, but. The main reason is I didn't know that E3 was even going on until about <laughs> three hours ago. And then like I only found that out because some people I follow on YouTube started posting uh, trailers for some games on YouTube. And I was just like, oh, man, this shit looks really great. Uh, I think I'm more excited for uh, that Keanu, Keanu Reeves game. Oh, the game that's about Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. He's a I mean, character in it. I mean, I was no, it's pre- Keanu Reeves. I was pretty excited about that game before Keanu Reeves was even involved. And like, and now that Keanu Reeves is in it, that's, like, that's, that's a plus to me, really. I'd like a big, I don't know. I'm more excited about that game where uh, Keanu Reeves kills Daryl from The Walking Dead and they save the babies. You're the, the Death Stranding <laughs> yeah. baby? Yes. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is not in Death Stranding. <laughs> no, he's not. By it's the like, way. What? You, the way you said that, we need to rename this uh, segment to News to Kyle. Mm. <laughs> it is news to me. Anyway. I knew about some of the things of that I said. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Not today. It's not today. No. Yeah, it's more of a Friday thing. <laughs> yeah, but there's been... Uh, they, they said there's going to be a sequel to the last Zelda game. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Super weird. For that. In Boo. the future... And then we're going to make Lyndon play it all day. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it's, I mean, I don't have any feelings about it one way or the other. I mean, because I'm not going to buy it because I refuse to buy a Nintendo Switch for one game. But also, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. But also, I feel like Nintendo, like, since they're re- releasing this sequel to one of their games, it's just like, okay, we're fine with Coast Enough and Nostalgia, and we're not going to hide it anymore. We're just going to start making sequels to well, I mean, the they games that people like. I mean, they're still going back to Nostalgia, too, because they're, ma- they're remaking Links of the Past. I mean, uh, yeah, ex- yeah. yeah. You and, say that, but it's it's all Nintendo has almost ever done. Exactly. Yeah. They're also doing Banjo uh, Kazooie and Smash. Oh, yeah. you remember that? I remember. <laughs> yeah. like, what was the last Banjo Kazooie game made? 
Banjo Tooie. No, no, no. no. That, that was probably like, old. It was on Xbox, yeah. like yeah. Xbox 360. Oh, was it really wasn't there. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot you about could that. build a terrible car that doesn't work and then yeah. roll down a mountain. Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. That's what it was called. Pine Box Derby. It's called Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. It sounds like a Ratchet and Clank game. It's more fitting for a Ratchet and Clank. That would be the subtitle of the one. It'd be Ratchet and Clank, Nuts and Bolts, and then Nuts and Bolts, Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> figure out what game it is. On the topic of Zelda, they're also doing something with um, Zelda Link's Awakening. Like it was a game for Game Boy, but they're it's re-releasing. a link to the past. I was just saying, like, like they're they're coming out with sequels, but they're also like going back to nostalgia by remaking Link to the Past in. Uh, oh, is it Link's Awakening? Yeah, yeah. Link's oh, Awakening. Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, Link's Awakening. Yeah. And it's not even just Nintendo anymore. Uh, Square Enix, we're gonna re-release Final Fantasy VII. Okay, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's they've been talking close. about that for like fucking yeah, forever. forever. It's, it's close to the same, but it's also like as annoying as it is. It is the most popular one and the most like well beloved. But you already know that once Final Fantasy VII comes out, the gun people are gonna be like, "Well, when are you gonna remake Final Fantasy VIII?" They're not. They, well, they remastered it. Is that the one with the card game? Yeah, yeah. they're gonna remake Triple Triad <laughs> and release it on the iPhone. They're just gonna remake the card game, and that's it. <laughs> that's what they should do. It's goddamn big corporations be a stumping out the smaller games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. stumping out these indie games. God hey, why do you bring America. up indie games? I mean, indie oh, games. way to see you get into that. Game? Thanks. Oh, my God. That's not a, not a thanks for a... I thought you learned that it was Segway. It's Sieg. <laughs> it's Sieg. All right, doubling, Still well, tripling down on it. Triple, what do you mean? What is Sieg? Like, like the Rainbow We're Six? We're getting off topic. <laughs> it's Sieg. Like, like Don't worry about how I say words. Like Rainbow Six Siege? Like that one? <laughs> Rainbow Six Sieg. No. Which, which, or which Rainbow is, Six Segway. Which is an okay game. It's just not my style. I never actually played that game. It's not bad. I just it confuses me because they have every different version of it, and they're like starter pack. Yeah. And then I don't know. I I don't feel like investing that money into that game. It's free, yeah. I think, or it was free. It's like sometimes it's free. See, you don't even know. <laughs> I think we should start like whenever we have, we, whenever we do the show, we need to have a thing called the Tangent King. To where, like, if you say something that just takes us off on, like, some kind of tangent, interesting though it may be, you are the tangent king for that day. <laughs> just passing around a conch shell. <laughs> I mean, is, are you making an award for yourself? Like... I mean, yes. I will, I, like, I will be a recipient of the tangent king crown. I mean, I feel like you started, you, you started it off with Sieg, with saying Sieg. Which but is, I don't yeah. think you started the tangent. I didn't start the tangent. <laughs> I didn't start. I just said Sieg. You accidentally segued into a tangent because <laughs> you said Sieg. Anyway, why do indie games even exist? Oh, man. Dude, I love indie games. Yeah. Me I, too. I play so many indie games. Yeah, I know you do. That game that you obsessed you, with, Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon. Do you, do you not man. like uh, indie games? I mean, like, uh, okay, so... I can't say that I like or hate them. I mean, because I've played them before. Uh, I mean, most of like the uh, side scroller games, because there's this one side scroller that it's coming out or it has come out, where it's basically uh, a combination of Castlevania and like it's it's Metro. a tribute. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a Metroidvania. Of, yeah, style yeah, yeah, basically Metroidvania. It, uh, Bloodstained. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what yeah, it is. It's made by the same guy. That... 
That made Into the Gungeon? No, that no. made uh, Castlevania. Oh, okay, it's then, him. yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to, like, I would enjoy that if I choose to buy it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's does, interesting. Go ahead, Lyndon. Make I was going to say, does that count? As an indie game? Yeah. I would count as, I mean, is it really low budget? Like, what? what is, like, what is the definition of an indie game? Um, I remember this conversation mm. from a while ago, but it, one it differs from person to person. Yeah, but maybe, that's not an answer, London. <laughs> one easy, I don't know, it's not exact, but you say who is a publisher is. So if you say if it's one of the big publishers, it's not necessarily indie. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if like, so Microsoft bought bought a bunch of studios, so there's some small stuff that's technically owned and published by Microsoft. So by that role, they wouldn't be indie games anymore. Um, yeah, I think I think I was like when we were talking about that, I was making the sort of uh, uh, oh god. <laughs> Use your words, Matt. We're here for you. I was making the when you compare <laughs> the comparison, the comparison uh, to to uh, independent movies where you have. Uh, you have some big studios putting out these things that would be considered indie movies, and they have sort of low budget, like Fox Searchlight. Like they, like Fox Searchlight does all of like Wes Anderson's movies. And so, yeah, like you don't really—they're not really independent movies anymore because they have their Fox of, brand on. Yeah, them. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think anytime you have like a help from a huge publisher financially or even just even really in the name even then I'm, I'm not sure if that would make you indie anymore right? yeah but they still have that those sort of aesthetics yeah that you you think of when you think of indie and i guess it's the same thing when like you know those the big corporations buy the like smaller sort of thing and yeah. put out their put out their games yeah like they have those sort of indie aesthetics i mean but, like a game can come out that looks retro and that they would look indie because it looks kind of old yeah. retro mm. i mean i think you could go just because it's kind of a vague term so you can kind of go with any definition but part of it is the vague fogner a vague oh, yeah. term vague is the it's a silly pronunciation podcast <laughs> continue your point don't oh, allow me to distract you yes. I think a good metric would be the amount of people that are making the game because if it's a smaller team, you can tie it more directly towards the like intent and aesthetic of an individual making something versus like, like actually Assassin's Creed is probably a good example to where those games are specific, but it's like all of them fit the Assassin's Creed format to where it's like a thousand people making this big like toy device thing. Like, Assassin's Creed is never going to be super weird. It's going to follow a very specific format and then kind of have some other stuff on the edge. But, like, I, yeah. Is yeah. is that an indie game? or No, Assassin's Creed, Creed is a, is a no. big old Fuck double no. A, triple A. <laughs> I don't have enough A's. It's five A's. Yeah. I was just looking up the definition for, like, what makes, the, what makes you an indie game or an indie company for a video game. So you can apparently still get the financial support from like bigger companies and it's still considered an indie game just just from 
who is developing it or who is making the game, I guess. That's horseshit. So, like the distribution and the fi- uh, financial aspects are kind of like, I, it says most of the time they are not, they don't have any kind of financial support or distribution support from bigger companies. Although there has been games that came out that had financial support or distribution support and it's still considered an indie game. Man, okay. I think that I just like... makes it even more vague. I don't feel like that makes it more vague. I feel like that's those bigger companies who know that there's a certain premium attached to the indie brand. And so they're just going to start co-opting and just being like, oh, yeah, we funded this game, but we're just going to call it indie because we know people like playing indie games. <laughs> Whereas I think actual indie games are pretty much what you described to where or pretty much what you and Cody described, which is just few people, maybe even one person working on a game themselves and just in the house in their free time with almost no budget. And they just create this thing. And mm-hmm. that's an indie game. Most, yeah. Most of them are going to be really, really bad. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember you making that point, yeah. uh, that most indie games do fail. Well, most indie, are, game, are most, most indie games you won't even hear about. Oh man, dude. They, yeah, there's this. There's a website. I think it's called uh, Indie Gala. Is that the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, They give away like a free game all the time. All it's it's stuff you've never heard of in your life. And there's so many of them. So many of them. Do, do you guys know what Humble Bundle is? Oh my no. god, yeah, so, Humble so Bundle. So here's the thing. Humble Bundle is actually like pretty good titles that you can buy. Like and most of them are indie. Like, unless, like, the Humble Monthly thing is different, because then you have, like, premium games on there, too. But the Humble Bundle deals are usually, most of the time, indie games. So, Indie Gala is, like, a very, is like very much a poorer version of Humble Bundle. Because those games that you get on Indie Gala, you never even get is, heard about. Is it fair to say it's the humblest bundle? <laughs> <laughs> humble Bundle of crap. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I used to do the humble monthly, and uh, and you'd get, you'd get like a pretty good game. They would they would announce a really good game. It's twelve bucks a month. That's that's mm. the number one thing. You get like uh, six, seven mm. games, eight maybe. Yeah, it can be like eight. And um, the first one that they announce is generally something that people want. Um, the a couple that I got, I got the. Uh, into the gungeon? No, <laughs> I didn't get under the gungeon from there. Um, I got uh, I got Kerbal Space Program. That's actually an indie game, but uh, I got. Uh, did you enjoy oh, any of these games oh, that you got from Humble Bundle? They, uh, they did Overwatch at one point too. Yeah, and yeah. Um, oh, so Destiny that's an indie two. game now. Destiny no, 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 no. Two. yeah, Destiny like, Two. The, they like, did. Uh, I was saying like Humble Humble Monthly is like a little different because they actually have like AAA games in there too. Like the Humble Bundles that they do, a lot of it started off as indie games. Now they do like you know Humble Ubisoft Bundle or Humble. Sony bundle and stuff like that. You I know, was, I they don't still think do indie games. You can too. put Humble and Sony in the same sentence, like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's just how they started, so they just have to keep the name, really. But. What were you saying? Yeah, I was just gonna say the thing, like the publisher stuff, is you know what's in the game, but then the monthly is what you're saying. There's a big one, but you don't know what the rest is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is the thing. Yeah. It's like it's kind of a crapshoot, but <laughs> it's. <laughs> Sometimes you get like really great stuff. That's that's the big thing. Is 
I'm gonna be honest. I can't remember any of the like any of the good ones that I got. Well, Sleeping Dogs. I got Sleeping oh, yeah, Dogs. Yeah. That was That's... not one of the big ones. It was just kind of like in the bundle. What That's a shitty it, but... business model this is. It's for charity. It's twelve yeah, bucks. It's twelve bucks. I mean, yeah. yeah, like I agree. I mean, like it better not be any more expensive than that because. <laughs> well, it's okay. Kids. I got. I got. Uh, Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider. I got Tomb Raider for twelve bucks. Oh, okay. I, I, I would have paid. Oh, so it isn't just indie games. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Also, Sleeping Dogs is not an indie game. Yeah. It's not yeah. Right. Oh, okay. It's That's pretty, it's pretty big. There's enough indie games. For it's still twelve dollars. Like, would you not pay twelve dollars for an indie game? I wouldn't. It's, no, <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing: like, I might pay twelve dollars for a subscription. I mean, I might pay twelve dollars for an indie game, but I definitely wouldn't pay twelve dollars for a subscription to a service that maybe will give me a good game yeah, that that's month. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not a gamble or anything. Like, Sounds like it. You're gonna. <laughs> I mean, well, you, yeah, because like a lot of times they do release like six games and one of those games are going to be really good and the five other ones maybe like you've heard of it just may not be your style they're going to tell you the the, they're going to tell you the first game the good game sometimes Uh, a lot of times it's two sometimes it's just one. sometimes yeah yeah yeah. like i got oh i got uh civilization six from Uh, there for 12 bucks Mm, that's nice is that Uh, an indie game no no not at all (laughs) computer game Uh, Dark Souls Three, I got that. Oh yeah, in there. oh that's an indie game. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know what, Lyndon? You, I know you're probably just fucking around, but at the same no, time, it totally I, is. I think that like one of the other yeah. criteria of an indie game is probably just the, I want to say the weirdness of it, or just like how far removed it is from other things, and just oh, the how creativity like, that how goes into it. Huh? How quirky it can be. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. A but, good word is any. But it's just describing it's far away from like the major publishers because it's from software. It's a software company that's been open for a long time, and they make large video games. It's just like a not Microsoft, Sony, Ubisoft, EA game. I mean, they do, but it's like Dark Souls is like their most popular game, and that's now. Did you ever play Armored Core? I love Armored Core. (laughs) Well, it's the same company. Yeah, it's the same company, but it's like... All right, we know what Armored Core is. I know what Armored Core is. Yeah. Have you played I, it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the fuck Armored Core is. Because I liked Armored Core, but I couldn't get into Dark Souls. Hmm. I I like Secure a little bit more, but I was still like... like I still I, I like I think Secure is real cool and real neat, but it was just not still not my type of game. I'm going to keep going with the idea, with the notion that Dark Souls counts as an indie game based solely on the fact that... That I said so? <laughs> yes, yes, London, that's exactly, that's exactly would why. You, London, would you consider Dark Souls like an indie game? It oh, was. You better not. <laughs> it, dude, it absolutely was. It's the same, like, these, not like 10 people, a very small community of people made that game super huge. Ah, yeah. Like... But a community of people making that game huge is not the same as like just a small community of people working on the game. I mean, it it's not, not the same, but it's like it might it might have had like a niche audience at first, but it's still a major developer, right? right They're back. not a major developer. I don't count them as major developers. God damn it! I'm gonna finish this point. <laughs> that is be I'm like gonna finish saying, this point. Go, go ahead. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. What was I saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
in my opinion, Dark Souls counts as an indie game, mostly, basically kind of what Cody said, because it seems like the idea behind it is just so far removed from, I guess, mainstream gaming, and that, and it seems like that idea is, alright, so, whereas mainstream games are just like, we're gonna be safe, we're not gonna do too much that will make people, or will make the player... Uh, uncomfortable or make them, I don't know, not enjoy the game as yeah. much as they could. Well, if, I, that, if that's the case, would you consider that first Zelda game an indie game? The very first one where you have like no idea what to do in that game. I mean, I mean if we're going to go by that, then that would mean that like almost yeah. every game in the 90s is <laughs> like an indie game because... I mean, they were. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. If he was just like, I want to make a game where you're like, like it's you're exploring your backyard and looking into rocks and you just wander around until yeah. you find the right thing That's to do. That's Miyamoto right there. Miyamoto is like, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed doing that as a kid, so I made that into a game. I did it. Yeah. Like, what is it? What are you talking like on like what is it like like an on Atari? Yeah, but I mean, we'll I wouldn't even go. Thing. I wouldn't even go back as far as Atari, but like. <laughs> I guess I mean like in I an would, arcade cabinet. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I would. Yeah. Like arcade. Like uh. God. What was that game? Galaga. Um, Gal- not not oh, Galaga. Galaga. Uh. Galaga's way too simple. But uh. Oh, Space Invader. No, not Space Asteroids. Invaders. The one where you Pac-Man. play the where you play the knight and it looks like a cartoon. Uh, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Uh, when you hit the wrong button. And yeah. You die. Yeah. Like there is like certain things about that game to where like you as a player just. Even if you know all the rules of the game and you know how to play the game, there is like a couple of things where if you just that if you just don't notice them, it will make the game impossible to beat. And back during that time that it was made, you had no way of figuring out what those things were or how to look at them. I forget what they were, but there were a few games like yeah. that. I that would make sense to me if you think of it that way, because like for some reason I keep thinking of. Uh... Uh, what's the new EA online shooter that like Apex launched Terrible? No, the one before that that they were like that Bioware Anthem. made. Yeah, Anthem. Oh man, like, that's, a, that's an indie game. It's got all the right amount of jazz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think it's like Anthem is a game that's mass marketed because it's meant to be like for anybody that loves video games. It's a super mm. unspecific game, so it's not like oh we yeah. had a weird crazy idea we want to try it. They're just like let's just make the biggest Destiny thing with all the people playing online together. Yeah. We heard it was cool. Yeah, and that brings me back. It's like the way well, Oasis writes music. <laughs> <laughs> and that br- what you just said, code that brings it back to like I guess the main point that I've been trying to get to to where like mainstream games are just like. We're not going to take any risks. We're going to be as safe as possible, and we're going to try and make this game E for everybody. Oh, basically. funny how that worked out for Anthony. And then, <laughs> and then like you'll, and then you'll have Dark Souls, which is okay. It's made by a company that I guess, well, that many people wouldn't consider an indie company, but at the same time, the game is so niche and specific, and the mentality and the concept behind it is just. Basically, it seems like the developers are just like, oh, we we don't care how the player feels. We <laughs> we're gonna make this game. It is it's gonna be what it is. It's gonna be hard. You're gonna be uncomfortable. You're gonna get mad, and you're gonna you're probably gonna hate this game. But we're Too gonna do it anyway, it. and it's gonna be. Su- I don't even think they knew it was gonna be successful. I don't think so. Well, well, that first one wasn't really all that successful. Yeah, Demon Souls, Demon Souls was not Souls, successful. Yeah. 
Oh, see, that's what I meant. I misspoke. It wasn't Dark Souls. It was Demon, Demon Souls. Souls. Is the one where like this super small community is like, this game's so fucking cool, man. <laughs> play this game, dude. It was the and same, then it was people the same. played it, and they were just like, this is trash. It's the same community that would consider Sekiro to be like, Sekiro's a shit game. It's fucking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> people who love Demon Souls think Dark Souls is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that that brings up another question, like CD Projekt Red. Indie. Yeah. Indie. Uh, shut the indie. fuck up. Man. They're absolutely, fucking indie. They're absolutely I mean, indie. It doesn't, it doesn't get more indie than you buying the rights to like a Polish fucking story and making a game out of it. Like, But certainly it's a Witcher 3 is a AAA title. Yes. I, I think it can be considered a AAA title, but yeah. it's still made by an indie company. Yeah, but they're also like they own a store. Like CD Projekt Red owns um, GOG, which like sells oh, old games. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I that's didn't realize. Why, uh, what is GOG? Uh, good old gaming. Oh. It's like D- I think they do DRM free games, like yeah. old mm-hmm. games. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Also, they were pirates, so yeah. <laughs> CD Projekt Red. Yeah, they used to uh, translate games that didn't come to Poland. What? Oh, oh okay. wow! Oh, that doesn't make them pirates. I mean, I mean, they, they released it. They had a boat. They're online pirates. They they yeah. translated games and programmed on a boat. They had a really long extension cord that they would attach from their dock boat. So the, like all they <laughs> all they did was translate games though. They, right? pre- they probably redistributed. I mean, if they yeah. translated, they gotta redistribute it. So. Uh, they, just, they didn't just translate it and play it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> now, I also would imagine a funny tra- uh, prank where they pull like the game from a shelf in a different country, translate it, and put it back in Polish, and they're like, "What am I playing?" <laughs> okay, here's here's another like AAA esque developer. That are not EA. Mm. No, not EA. It's like uh, Kojima Studios. Oh, that Kojima is. Uh, that's some indie that's, shit. Uh, though. I mean, that's indie. Yeah. Like it's indie now. Like it's there's it's not indie quality by oh. any means. But... Oh no, it was always indie. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Police knots. Oh, it's just that's so an indie weird. game, dog. Or uh, yeah, what's the one that um Zone of the Enders? Zone, Zone that's of the an Enders. indie game. They got some really good designs in Zone of the Enders. They did. Yeah. Metal Gear. <laughs> All those crotch cockpits. I mean, so it seems like we well, based on what like we're all saying, and you guys call me on this if you think that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It seems like if a game is just weird and out of the norm of what we're used to, that game is considered indie. Because I'm thinking, like you just say Kojima, and I'm thinking about his games, just like the, the most recent one, Death Stranding, which just looks like a a, a mind fuck of a game. Just I, I don't know what to expect from it. And then I, what were we talking I, about before? I, I wouldn't yeah. I, I wouldn't deny that like a lot of indie games have their own like weird quirkiness to it. I'm, I'm not sure if that would if that by itself would like make it a qualify. Like, it's like a, an indie it's game a weird company. trick because if you go to Wes Anderson, he makes his own movies, but that's because there's a Wes Anderson audience now. They're like, yeah. you can be weird because you know your fan base is going to show up. That's oh, yeah. the same thing with it's Kojima. Um, yeah. Kojima, I think. I think maybe it's it's like, uh, if your game comes out. And it doesn't cost sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better way to so, do it. You might have an indie. <laughs> so, uh, so, so Overwatch is an indie game. Did it not cost sixty dollars? <laughs> forty. When it came out. Yeah. I mean, it was 40, they had a forty dollar version, and then they had the sixty dollar like Origins edition. Oh, but the it. game itself is forty. But is can a multiplayer online game 
what are those the same definition for an indie game? I mean, they, mm. uh, there's there are like indie I mean, online, it's like, like um, Friday Night Combat. Oh yeah, or yeah, yeah. Monday Night yeah. Combat. Monday Night Combat. Yeah. That was a good game. Oh, that was indie. Like the new one that came out recently, this um, Split Splitgate, I think. It's a game where you shoot portals out. Uh, it's it, but it's like a five v five on or a four v four online. Oh, so that's interesting. It was real. It was real neat. Like, Here's a question: Is Portal an indie game? No. <laughs> I mean, people act like it is. It, they act like it, but people acting like it's an indie game. No, I think game. maybe it started out as yeah. an indie game. Like Portal I mean, like one. I mean, like yeah, that, I, I, Portal One. No, I think Half Life or you know, first one or um. Oh, they had some other games too. I can't remember the title now, but like, ha- like Half Life and before, yeah, Counter Strike, <laughs> Blue Shift, the first Counter Strike, Counter Strike One Point Six. Yeah. yeah, okay. There's a sub definition. If it starts out as a mod, yeah, then you oh, probably call it an indie game. Yeah. So PUBG is an indie game. It's an indie game, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it's got what that jank. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never played PUBG before. Oh my god. It's, it's about uh, drinking in pubs. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't want I don't wanna be the rant king like when I talk about PUBG, so I'm just gonna say I'm disappointed for PUBG, but PUBG has a good core. Like like the base of the game and what it could be is so good. Hey, let's make a and, game that's free. You can play it on everything and let's just see what happens. Fortnite? Oh, I thought they did that with PUBG too. <laughs> no, no, PUBG has always been thirty oh, okay. bucks. You know, people just used to do that out of the kindness of their heart when there wasn't a business model to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean Fortnite is kind of like that. Fortnite is free, and you can play it on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. I don't like Fortnite either, but but I mean, like for, that, that's how you that's how you get like a you know big player base is you like make it free, make the only microtransaction in the game micro uh, like cosmetics. And then, like the base, like everything else is free. They well, do really well. How is Fortnite an indie game? It's not. <laughs> okay. It's made by Epic. It's another. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind then. And actually, Epic was a big company, but then like the Tencent or whatever China bought part yeah. of the company, so now it's like a gigantic corporation yeah. <laughs> company. Yeah. It's so weird how, like, well, it's weird the specific types of, uh, I guess, indie games that becomes successful i mean also i would like to know like who determines or what determines the success of an indie game like outside of you know just people buying it but i'll give you a specific example like um undertale yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i've only played a little bit of undertale and that's mostly because when i saw it i was just like I, I will How? Give, <laughs> like this does this looks very uninteresting. I I will give Undertale their credit for how successful they were. Yeah. But I was like, what? The best ending is not by I get the best ending by not killing. Oh, spoiler alert, I guess. But I get the best ending by not <laughs> killing anybody. Fuck that, man. What's where, where's my RPG at? That's how I felt. I was I, going, yeah. Video yeah. games seem to assume you have an infinite amount of time. So most of the time, where they like do it this way and then do it this way, I'm like, yeah. No, I'm just gonna play it once and then be done, fucker. <laughs> yeah. But people enjoyed it. Like, I mean, like I say that, and then I play a game like like one of my favorite like old time RPG is Chrono Trigger. Oh that, yeah, that, that oh, has like twelve yeah. endings to the yeah. game. Well, that game's good though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I've got that game on my phone I mean, right now. I'm not going to say Undertale is a yeah. bad game, but it's just like... You don't like it. I don't like it, but I feel like the reason people like it is because people told you to like it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, okay. What, Chrono Trigger? Or no, Undertale. I'm going to... I'm gonna oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's because I think it's like there's a billion indie games, and then there are a few that's successful. I think it's random if you're going to like a game or not. So part of it's random, <laughs> but then part of it is somebody likes it, and then there are certain ones that are kind of like nominated by websites and people and people that talk about video games be like this one is awesome go play this one indie games are like the ipas of video games oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go yeah, drink okay. my indie game like some beer. people just like oh you don't drink indian pale ales you fucking plebe so they're like super hoppy and you can only stomach one or two of them yeah. <laughs> and you're not drunk we put tree bark in this one and some fruit and uh, also uh, some durian fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's a slight taste of uh, of orange peel behind the battery acid. <laughs> <laughs> also, right before we close the barrel, Tim farted in it. <laughs> God, I hate IPAs. But anyway. Yeah, man. But, What's it uh, called? Tim's farts. <laughs> You know, you you kind of you kind of were talking about the microtransaction thing, oh, yeah, and I kind of yeah. wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Because uh, I I I sort of have mixed feelings on it. I I am somebody who rarely, um, rarely will go for microtransactions. Hey. I probably spent about, I want to say like twenty dollars in my life, and it was on a cell phone game called. Puzzles and Dragons. What? What? <laughs> uh, I spent. I've never played that game, but I I'm ashamed of you for spending money. Yeah. On I, that I, game. I I spent like an enormous amount of money in that game. Like, Jesus. In, that, in that same game, I love that game so much. I played that game a ton. Yeah. yeah and like, we 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 also have a friend. He'll re- re- remain nameless. But <laughs> he spent uh, almost a thousand dollars on that game. Jesus yeah. Christ! I, I I give him shit, but I spent. A little bit more. <laughs> so Jesus I can't, Christ! I can't, I can't. You spent more than a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. But what? yours is different, though. You spent that oh, in like all of games, or just on puzzles and dragons. If you were talking about microtransactions, uh, y- yes to both. Well, Jesus I, I think, Christ! I think That's yours okay. is like you spent that much over a longer period of time. Here's the thing. It's funny because I played that game. <laughs> I played that game for four years. But I spent money on that game in the last year that I played. <laughs> <laughs> so the first three years of the game, I didn't spend like over a thousand dollars, Jack. I, I, it, it might be like what were you getting? Characters. <laughs> it's yeah, a gambling man. game. It's, yeah, it's, it's a gambling game. game. Yeah. Okay. It's like, to, get it, you. To, to, to explain it easily, um, you get these stones, and with the stones, you can do these egg machine games, and with the egg machine games, you can get new characters that comes out during events and um, well you can you can get them anytime yeah but they have these events that come twice a month and where you get a higher percentage chance yeah. so um and yeah. the only reason why i actually was able to spend money on it because okay so i had an iphone and i have to kind of gets a little quirky i had an iphone and for you to spend money on an iphone from a japanese account because i played the japanese one um you yeah like you couldn't if your card was U.S. based you couldn't put your card on an App Store account on iTunes or Apple or Apple App Store 
and use it. So I couldn't I couldn't really spend any money on it the first three years. Mm. The fourth year, however, uh, uh, the company that I worked <coughs> for at the time had some Japanese visitors come in, and they're like, "Hey, we'll Did buy you play this game. We'll, we'll, we'll buy you your iTunes card, and you can spend money with us, so we can see we can all see." That's how I spent the money. <laughs> so let's say every time they came, I spent about fifty bucks, and Jesus. they came like several several different times. Oh. Sometimes more than fifty bucks. <laughs> so I think, like, so. <coughs> So well, yeah, maybe 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 not maybe not two thousand dollars, but pretty close to two thousand. Wow. Jesus. Wait, no, no, no. Okay, we're talking about American, not yen. Yeah, like do, yeah, like two thousand dollars. Wow. So I don't think it would make it better for. I mean, I guess depending on the currency rate. If of it was yen, yen, it would be like fifteen. Like, like I'm saying, in dollars. It yeah. Was, it was like pretty close to two thousand dollars, but I think I can say that of all the microtransaction I've spent, it's. It's gonna be like two thousand dollars. Well, so you only spent that amount because your your limiters were removed. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So let's stick a pin in Jack's gambling addiction. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have that. I have that going on. It's related. That's a a different topic. No, no, no. It definitely is related. But I just want like going back to Matt's point of just. Oh, going back to my point about the microtransactions. Yeah. All right, so it's a shitty thing to do, especially if it's done poorly, like EA did and the Battlefront game. Yeah, to where, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's a shitty thing to do, like when it's done poorly. Well, but uh, here's the way I look at it: if you had to pay money to fine, get Jack that game, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, if you had to pay money to get that game, and then you're also putting in more money for like character upgrades, that's pretty shitty. Well, it's weird because it's like every video game now feels like they're just like buy this game and just buy this game, and then pay us more money for it until next year when we come out with a different one. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. like, yes. pay more for this one. Yes, it's a shitty thing to do. But also, you have to well, like. I think we all like have this understanding that. It's a video game. Like it, it doesn't like play playing this game. Like doesn't affect your life in any way. I mean, <laughs> you're just playing this game for recreation and fun. Like we, we, I know that obviously there are people in the world who do it for like you know actual currency because like it's a sport or whatever like that, and that stuff can have a lot of effects on them. But for the majority of people, like EA saying, hey, you need to pay. Give a hey, you want this this weapon well you can play the game for 60 hours or you can pay five dollars for it i mean it, it it shouldn't matter to you one way or the other like it just mat like whether you just know that you want it and the speed of what and you getting it just depends on like you know whether or not you're willing to spend the money or play the game and just you know that uh, see that's 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 fair i ha- i've known um i've known a person who and, and and this wasn't nearly as bad as it was for the Battlefront thing, but on um, Battlefield, mm. I know you could, you could if you wanted to pay all the money, and get all the weapons unlocked, or you could unlock them through progress. Uh, and I knew somebody who just was like so impatient that he just bought them all. Mm-hmm. And I guess in that sort of idea, like I said, that's not nearly as bad as the Battlefront thing. I feel like like that sets a an unrealistic precedent mm. of I don't know 60 hours and 
I know that it was that they were putting caps on a lot of it. Like if you played this many hours, then you had to stop for a while because you couldn't progress anymore. Yeah, it like <laughs> you could. Like, Matt, it, quiet, Jack. Matt, how many hours have you spent on Into the Gungeon? Uh. I think almost 400 now. All right. But he's not grinding out time. I know. He's not grinding out time, but I'm saying like. How much did you spend on it? I spent zero dollars on it. Right. Right. No, but my point is then him like. I got it as a gift. Yeah. I was going to say, but like (laughs) the point I'm trying to make is that let's just say there was like some kind of pay to win component to enter the gungeon or just paying or just like playing the game for a few hours then unlocking certain things Uh yeah if you wanted to you could pay the money but at the same time like you're just sitting there just kind of doing this for recreation and just for funds and you and you and the you've like you said you racked up like over a hundred hours on it so there's a chance that you probably would have unlocked all that shit anyway well see that's the thing is that is i everything i've done in the game took me probably all of the achievements that i unlocked in the game probably took me like 300 hours um so that that being said it would i i don't think the game would even be fun if you could if you could pay to unlock that stuff but i guess i guess on some other level I mean, who can really dictate how people enjoy games? Mm-hmm. I, right. I certainly EA. don't think. <laughs> no, that's a good point. That's a good point because I was just thinking about that. Because, like, let's just say you were that person. Let's just say you have those two people. One decides, to, well, oh, I'm just going to, you know, play for fun and play for 60 hours. And like, even if there's a cap on how many hours, like, that actually count towards, you know, the rewards. I'm going to play and I'm just going to have a good time. And then you have the person that I'm going to spend a $1,000 to get all the weapons and all the armor and shit. Now, let's just say that those two people, like, meet in the game multiple times, and the dude that paid for his shit just, like, obliterates the other guy. Now, obviously, that guy just constantly just getting murked and murked <laughs> and murked over and over again. <laughs> I'll gonna like It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, like, I guess... It's not a fun game well, at that point. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's kind of like it's, gonna, it's not a fun game for that. It's not a fun game for that guy who's just getting murdered all the time. That's funny. Okay, especially in Battlefront Two, because I, I like I remember watching some like pro FPS players mm-hmm. play Battlefront Two, and they're just getting wrecked by people that they can't kill because <laughs> they're like, okay, so I, like if you get Boba Fett and you have like the upgrade for his jet, you can just fly forever. <laughs> All, almost forever or something like that so he, so he's having like the hardest time killing this dude he's a fucking pro player and he can't kill him you know what i'm okay with that <laughs> <laughs> like fuck that guy you thought you were really good well guess what i bought my way yeah. to the top but, but it, the thing is like wow what a perfect just like affectation for the world and life you thought you were real good <laughs> i got this money we'll see who's real good yeah but that's 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 the thing. I mean, just, well, it, I don't I don't think it's a good model for you for, and, P, and like I mean, just like with Battlefront, two people are gonna yeah. be upset and not play it. See, I will say as far as online games, yeah, that that there's 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 definitely a sort of unfair advantage going on, um, but but as far as 
I don't need, I don't even think that's a thing. Like single player games, like microtransactions, that'd be weird. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, so, oh, oh wait, no, so, there so, are telephone games. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but I Angry feel Birds. Like, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and DLC. Does DLC count as micro? Does DLC count as a microtransaction? No, that's no. a that's a macro transaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, DLC. See, DLC no, no, no. is something I'm okay with. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so like I'm gonna say the what you okay. So what you said is like it. It's. I would agree that it's half right to where let's just say like going back to The Witcher Three to where they basically the DLC that they made was basically like two whole games that got added on to like an already whole game and they did it really well right, so those right. yeah those are microtransactions yeah. yeah but at the same time jack you play resident evil like the uh, remade resident evil oh team. yeah i like that a lot yeah like you can go and buy like the original soundtrack or like different guns yeah. to mm-hmm. use in the game so i think those count as microtransactions which actually i think yeah is it also an early unlock because the way you get that stuff normally is you like beat it quickly and don't save and don't die. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There's plenty of ways. There's ways that you can get those without paying for it in Resident Evil two, I think. So, Oh, I think, right. I can't remember. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's like costumes. I think you just play over and over. Yeah. Like, well, I, like I got the costume because I pre-ordered it. Oh, well, but I knew, yeah, I knew, I knew I, and, and that's another thing like pre-ordering games. I normally wouldn't, but I was, I was pretty confident that that game was going to be pretty yeah, good. Yeah, so, if you get excited like, enough. There, there, there's, a, there's a few exceptions I make for pre-ordering games. I mean, like, the concept of... Okay, I'm going to put on the Tangent Crown real quick. I never got... Tangent Crown! <laughs> I never got the concept of pre-ordering games. I mean, because there's always going to be a copy available while no, I'm pre-ordering. This. Because I want to play it right now mm-hmm. at 12... AM. <laughs> I preloaded it already. I want to be the first oh. one there. But there's some pre-orders now that you get to play it like three or oh, four days. Yeah, early. yeah. Early oh, oh, play play the open beta before it comes out. Yeah, Which, like Anthem. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. The beta is for them to test it to make sure it's not broken. Yeah, it's it's not beta when you're like it's like hey, t- it's two days before the game comes out. Yeah. but it's beta. You know, it's open beta. <laughs> All right, I'm killing the tangent. You know what would have said <laughs> back to the microtransactions. You know what would have I think would have saved EA a whole bunch of trouble and like them just you know not getting shit on their face is if they like at this moment they made two separate leagues for people who are basically just playing for free, like not buying any of the up- uh, any of the upgrades, and then they make a separate league to where saying like, hey, if you spent over sixty dollars on this game. You have to be in this league with other people who have spent this amount of money on the game. Yeah, that wouldn't work. It's kind of like fighting games do. It wouldn't work because the people who paid money would be having fun, <laughs> and the people who didn't would still be complaining about I have to take this long to get this one <laughs> item that I want. Yeah, like, but I think I think they would have fun. They wouldn't because 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 if it still took as long as the guy on Reddit said it would take to unlock like a character like Darth Vader. It would take like more than sixty days, or maybe up to a year, to unlock it. That's not going to be any fun for that guy at all. I mean, he... yeah, okay. So if you bought the game solely with the intent of playing as Darth Vader, no, then that's, yeah. just, that's just an example. Like, yeah. if, if Darth Vader, one character, 
takes that long to unlock, then who knows how long it takes all the other characters to be unlocked. You then know? you just take the mat road and like, you just like just play for recreation and for four hundred hours. But over these like, people, this sounds like rich. work. Yeah. But these are these are not. Chores. I guess I mean, you could you call them. Doing it in your free time, huh? You could call them rational, but I don't think they are. These yeah. are the type of people who are like, I paid for this game. I should have everything in the game, or I don't be, or, you know, or be able it. to unlock it at a reasonable pace. Yeah, I mean, unless you're adding something substantial to the game. Though these people, are, these are unreasonable people who are like, like an, an example, Mortal Kombat um, Eleven. <laughs> these people are upset. They were upset at NetherRealm Studios because of the way that they did cosmetic shit. Like, there's like a random skin you can get once a week every week and it's like that's the only way you can get them is if you go to this place at this certain time during the week okay and people are like well i have a job so i can't do that i should have everything in this game it's like (laughs) dude it's a fucking skin for a character you don't play like (laughs) that's all it is i should have this costume but why not not let you buy it it's just the weird way i mean you could you could buy it but they don't want to i paid 60 dollars for this game i should have everything right now like dude just sorry like bro you just are you that upset you don't get to wear like your purple lu kang like like who cares dude like Mm. If it's just cosmetic stuff, I understand that train of thought. Just give it to <laughs> them. Just give it to them. That's kind like, of yeah, that's, that's weird. I'm not like I'm not saying you're wrong or anything, but that's but you're wrong. like <laughs> like long like before. If you wanted to unlock like certain different skins for guns, you play it and you unlock it. And now they're saying, oh, you got to do this quirky stuff for you to unlock it, or you could just buy it. That's a, that's a, that's a weird thing to me. I'm, I don't know what's right and wrong for that kind of situation. That's like a. Mortal Kombat Studios choice, but that's I mean, kind of weird to me. Like, I've never been the kind of person who did that. Like, yeah, I buy costumes for fighting game. I don't care. Yeah, if I'll buy it for a character I don't play because it's a cool costume, but I won't get mad that I don't have it. Like, oh yeah, yeah. If the game's fun and then you enjoy playing it, <laughs> yeah. then... I mean, I think there's sort of like things uh, that that reward dedication aren't horrible. I don't I don't yeah. know. There's I, I know I know like in WoW there's a lot of like uh rare spawns and shit, like stuff that you had to you had to be the first person there or you didn't get it. Uh and I think those things are pretty cool. I don't know. I never played WoW, but I did play Destiny. Mm. Which are super similar. I know. <laughs> One or two or both. Both. Uh, but I remember playing the uh, first Destiny, and this was when I had PlayStation Plus. And every now and then they would have like these special, like these events. Like they happen every day. But it is cool to like have this, uh, just this thing happen inside the game that everybody, or just like the people around you and nobody else, like even knows about in the game. It's cool to participate in those things and get whatever loot you can from it. So yeah, though that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Destiny's a fun game. Uh, let's Shooting not go that fun. far, <laughs> at all. I enjoyed it for the time. Like I, I'm a real PvP guy, so shut your mouth, Jack. Destiny's PvP, Destiny 2's PvP was really fun to me for a lot of times, and then they made it terribly <laughs> unbalanced. At it's one so point. hard. Yeah, I played that a few months ago. That was the thing about PvP. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. Did they make it unbalanced or did they make it fun? <laughs> they made it pretty unbalanced. Because so, I feel like it's the same thing where people get mad that like 
their bullshit weapon is no longer the bullshit weapon. Well, when you when you add one just one bullshit weapon, and then you're ex- and then the, that weapon is exclusive to certain people, then yeah, it makes it really unfun. I mean, yeah, that's that's called World of Warcraft. Like, <laughs> every patch, just like, oh man, this class is good now. Let's roll it. Let's roll this new class. Yeah, let's get it up there and dominate people in arena. Yeah, but oh, like, World of Warcraft is like for the most part PVE, right? And like, no, not to them. Not to them, I guess. Well, I mean, like in that case, it might be a little unbalanced. I mean, the issue with that game is that frequently the best weapon in PvP comes from the PvE aspect of the game, and PvP people hate doing that. <laughs> but if you do it, you can just smash everybody. And the tangent chrome has been passed to both Lyndon and Jack for that whole I share the crown. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a tangent. It's just like going off of the same um, your thing with the whole segregate the people who pay for things <laughs> and the people who don't. Like, that's the people who want to do that level of the yeah, game. Yeah, I put the tangent crown on to make that point. Yeah. I don't know. To make it to make it short, I'm okay with microtransactions so long as it doesn't affect like the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't mind like uh, like cosmetic stuff. Yeah. I I'm think a- sometimes they prey on kids a little bit, like Fortnite and stuff. Oh yeah, but I'm okay with all of it. So I just feel <laughs> like, I mean, it's in the game, man. You just got to yeah. deal with it. I mean, ultimately, you don't have to pay for it. You can just yeah. not not play it and play a different game, I guess. Yeah, because there's a billion video games mm-hmm. now. Yeah. That's the thing where someone's mad. I'm like, I don't, a, I don't want to play a game forever because there's a bunch of other ones. Any closing thoughts on indie games? Starting with Matt. <laughs> I love them. I play them. I, I don't know much more to say about it. Honestly, I think they're, I think they're good. Like, I personally like them than like them more than most of the like AAA titles that have been out in the last few years Ugh, i don't get you i mean they're 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 a really good contender for against like other like big game companies you know yeah no they're not i think so i guess i just don't get i mean no i'm gonna continue what i'm saying i just don't get the appeal of indie games i mean i'll play them if you put it in front of me but i just even though i said like i would play that one game that we talked about earlier the Sin, bloody sin, the Metroidvania one because oh, that, oh, Bloodstained, yeah, Bloodstained. That because that reminds me of you know the old games that I used to play. But there's just nothing that like I need more visual, something that's more visually appealing. And I know there's probably a well, lot of well, then when, when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, you can play that. Yeah, in the game. <laughs> <Got> that one. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Uh, I guess I'm just not an indie game person. I mean, there's just a billion of them. That's and the thing. most of them aren't successful. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mean that they don't look good. I mean, there are ones that people don't know about, but they still look fine. I mean, that I guess my final thought would be this, that like you can categorize indies because they're defined by being separate from mainstream. Because mainstream mm-hmm. are going to be like, the market wants this. So we're going to make a game like this. Right. You have an easy reference because you'd be like, okay, this part is from this last game that came out. This part is from this mm. last game. But any game is specific enough to its own thing that, like, 
you can't go, oh, that game is a thing I want because it just doesn't look familiar, which is to say it's like, yeah, there's probably any game you would like, but like you'd have to go through looking through a bunch to find one that you want. It's so sad that in order to be creative, you have to like be the take the cheapest route ever. <laughs> like no one is going <laughs> to take a risk on you <laughs> with this game. Yeah. 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 It's about uh, credibility, you know. A lot of indie camp people haven't really made games before, so they don't really have like the full potential of what they can show until the game until their game is finished. Mm. It's like it's 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 like American Idol. Most of those people you see aren't gonna be good even even if they think they're the hot shit every now and then you run into those that one like indie game that that offers way more than this market is price you know like william hung on american idol i was gonna say like enter the gungeon or like uh, sonic mania sonic (laughs) that would count yeah i i I, I was gonna say no at first but yeah i think that one is it's like a modder made a Sonic game, yeah. and it was better than all the other ones. It's yeah. also like Freedom Planet. Yeah, yeah, that thing too. Um, my closing statement would be that I firmly believe that what qualifies an indie game as an indie game is the amount of jank. <laughs> <laughs> Come. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of jizz that you can fit into the game. No. The amount of jankum they have to hop <laughs> for the game to be good. <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna do it. Yeah, I I think uh, I think I think as far as video games go, I think. Um, you already had your closing thought, Matt. You should have said it when you had the chance. Now you're gonna shut up. I think they got a real future. I think video games have a real future. Oh yeah, yeah. Those little <laughs> like I'm pretty excited for VR. Games, hey, man. I'm I'm incredibly excited yeah, about yeah. video games. Me too. And VR games. Uh, uh, fuck that. Oh, man. <laughs> and thank you for coming in for a bowl full of jambalaya. I'm Kyle. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. And that's it, guys. Bye.